What's cracking, everybody? And welcome to episode 170 of the Good Cracking Podcast. I am one of your hosts who are actually here, Anel Pearson, alongside <laughs> the five-star man, Devin Stanford. What's happening, baby? It's it's happening. It's happening, guys. Guys, there's this bug that is going around <laughs> my house right now. Yeah, okay. And it is, it, it, I've, I've never heard an insect be so loud in 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 the state of Oregon like I've been other places where there's like huge insects so you're like oh my god you know that thing's the size of a baseball sure but this fly right <laughs> I had to chase good. it out of my house that's why I was like oh my god what the fuck <laughs> like right away because this thing is driving me nuts it's just <laughs> like everywhere right now it's like a big ass, like, Amos beetle like, like what is this thing I don't I don't know even Amos is like <laughs> like looking at it and stuff and i'm like i'm like do your dog thing kill it when it's in your rain kill it get it you know he's not about that life man he's not he's not what he's not I mean? he's a sweet boy unless it's like a squirrel or a bird or you know like a rat or something he doesn't give a shit like yeah, there'll, there'll be a freaking brown recluse going across my floor and he'll just be like meh my roommate's <laughs> cat doesn't even kill him i mean it's not like amos knows like the like the science behind why a brown recruit Dude, he's is giving dangerous. me the biggest side eye right now. He's just like, Don't you fucking talk shit about me like that. Totally. <laughs> like his ears are like pointed backwards. You kill he's your like, own fucking ass. Like, what are you, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, he's like, You take care of me. I don't take care of you. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I'm the child here, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's like, I'm the prince. You're the king. Damn, goddamn. <laughs> Speaking of kings, though, we also have the man, the myth. The legend himself. That's it, baby. We fucking caught him. DJ yes, What's happening, DJ? What's happening, baby? Uh, I'm doing good, man. As king of the onomatopoeias, um, I'm just here. I'm here vibing. Um, <laughs> are you playing fucking Warzone right now? Yeah, you fucking. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. DJ. <laughs> DJ. DJ. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm oh. here. He's here, huh? Okay. Well, the, I'm here. <laughs> well, Mr. Man, who's <laughs> not here, but he's here. Uh, how was your week, DJ? Uh, it's been a lot of work uh, being on film shoots and uh, just. What? <laughs> what? Look, 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 it's it's one thing during meetings, but we're live. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, all right, all right. Let me let me commit seppuku right here, and I'll I'll fucking this motherfucker. We'll carry on, we'll carry on this with this show. motherfucker. This fucking guy. <laughs> Man, I was doing good. Wow! Sorry. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Yeah. Okay, <laughs> well, you, you know what I look, did man, when I was playing Warzone. I'm just Warzone. trying to get enough, uh, enough. Um, what call it? Enough uh, experience before we hit a hands-on deck. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. <laughs> you've gotten plenty. You've gotten a lot. <laughs> what if I wanted more? What's wrong with more? <laughs> One more experience point. One more experience point. Yeah, that's that's fair. I got you, DJ. Uh, anyways, well, how well, was your week? How was your actual week? Uh, week's good. Like I'm telling you, it was busy with film film shoots. Um, I've been fucking exhausted. I didn't realize how exhausted I was until like on Friday. Like I just slept in and I still woke up and I was tired. Like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it was it's, it's been like that and uh like after the show today i got more shit to do so 
Yeah, um, feel that, man. Feel that. Oh, I love that yeah. for you. That's a good song. <laughs> hey, yeah. I hate fucking hate having to do more shit. I have to go grocery shopping. <laughs> I have to go get my oil change. I got so much shit I gotta do Dude. today too, man. I'm not excited. I gotta for get it. groceries yeah. to you. Yeah, uh, yeah, oil change, um, grocery shopping as well. And I gotta. I'm actually going into the studio to start recording some stuff today. Wow, oh. for that boy band you're starting, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and now. <laughs> And now I gotta go cover a shift at Hawthorne tonight too. In the sky, the sky. I'll be there, I'll be there, <laughs> and I swear. We say that like three times in the stream last night. It was fucking great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, Just Friends is an amazing movie. Yes, very good movie. Mm-hmm. A very good mm-hmm. song. I mean, I very mean, great movie. I swear by All for One uh, is a hit classic. You know, on one. Yeah, look, look, look. They even use that song for the release of the Xbox Series consoles. <laughs> they did. I fucking hate that so much. And I they hate had them perform it, and they even changed some of the lyrics for Microsoft. DJ, you don't have to subscribe. You work here. <laughs> well, 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 no, that, that that brings up a great a great topic. You know, uh, with Prime Gaming, you get a free Prime sub to your favorite creators every month. So I, even though you think I'm paying, I'm actually subbing for free with yeah, Prime I'm, Gaming. I do the same thing. You know, it's like you know, kind of put that money back into the GK pocket. You know what I'm saying? Since I already have Amazon Prime, I just simply connected it to my Twitch account. And that gave me a free Prime sub every month to my favorite creator, like the which, like the people here at the Good Kraken Show. Yeah, which you too, if you have Prime Gaming, could give us your sub as well. Well, we're not talking about Prime Gaming yet because today we're talking the Fall of Thor, <laughs> Delayed Island Two, movies you're sleeping on, and much, much more. Because this is the Good Kraken Podcast, your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you want to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturdays at 12 p.m. If you're on this wave, you can head on over to our Discord channel where you can get uh, submit quas- questions and you can submit questions. topics of questions <laughs> and topics of the show. Uh, you can get exclusive content, and soon you'll be able to have early access on episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital see yes <laughs> okay <laughs> there's that there's that asian pirate you were on dj <laughs> some of yard you know what they we're like a slutty pirate outfit you know what i'm saying it's just okay, what like, else would i wear like knee-high boots and like a garter belt <laughs> it's like patrick and spongebob in that one episode where he's wearing fishnets it's great dude but wow. if you've emptied your pockets for the latest and greatest <laughs> in entertainment that is totally fine you can watch us record this show live right here at twitch.tv slash good show but DJ, as DJ said, if you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime. We would love for you to give that to us. Help keep us pushing content out for all of you listening or watching at home. But you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel, clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. Review. (laughs) DJ, my man. (laughs) 
What is up, Ernell? We have some Captain Toaders, my friend. Uh, guys, our part one gameplay, if you're watching this live, our part one uh, gameplay of The Devil in Me for uh, me and Devin, the five-star man right here, uh, will be live on YouTube here in a few hours. Gotta upload that bad boy, get that made and ready to go for all of you guys. If you are watching this... How is it? Are listening? Oh, dude! It's, it's so far. It was a bit of a slow start. It's a bit of a slow start. It was slow. I was but, bored. I was bored. I like the House of Ashes one more so far, but I can kind of see what they're building into. It's it's definitely taking this approach like, um, it's it's definitely taking like an approach of of a horror movie in a sense where the first like forty five minutes is all build up. You know, yeah, yeah. For like 30, 45 minutes is sort of like trying to get some character background and some relationships established. Like, mm -hmm. how do they get to this spot? Like, what's going on? Like, oh, there's some weird mystery thing that's going on. So, so it is a bit of a buildup, but we did get a great uh, BIPOC uh, LGBT scene, a uh, little kiss mm -hmm. scene that was fucking beautifully, beautifully well done. Um, and we can kind of see like what they're getting ready to do. It feels like we're right about to hit the peak of things. So, like, we're, we're about to kick things off. Probably our next stream for this game, not next Friday, but the Friday after. We'll definitely have some more uh, more horror fun for you guys. So, if you are listening to this on podcast services or you're watching this on YouTube later on, uh, it will be live already. So, you guys can go ahead and watch that after you are done listening or watching this episode. <laughs> A little winky wink, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> A little but winky also wink for our video viewers. Don't forget to join us on December 8th at 4.30 p.m. to join us for our live reactions to the 2022 Game Awards. Gentlemen, we are here. We're living for it. We're ready. We hope you guys are ready, too, because it's going to be a lot of fun. We, we re live react to the Game Awards every year. Uh, and this year, we have DJ here. This year, we're going to have Xander and Garrick and me and Devin. And it's going to be an extravagant fucking time. Maybe we will be looking at the water. Once again, once again, Water. world premiere, world premiere, coming day one on Game Pass. Like, like <laughs> 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 world premiere coming day one on Game Pass is like, it's just like euphoria. Like, <laughs> like you know, dude, fucking, this scratches a little itch in the back of my brain. You know dude, fucking goosebumps, man. So like, uh, like E E three the other year, Devin. What was that? What was that that fucking space flight game that they kept advertising? Like every like ten minutes. Uh, I mean, I I try to block that out of my yeah, fucking memory. Right. <laughs> Dude, they, they have one game specifically where they had an ad for this fucking game like 20 different fucking times during the showcase. And the showcase was only like an hour, hour fucking long, man. Like, we that was were like, PC. no, the PC showcase was like two hours long. I remember this. And it was like every 15 minutes. But it wasn't blah, just, blah, during, blah, blah. it just wasn't, it wasn't just during PC though. It was like the entire event, the entire fucking event for E3. <laughs> like this fucking, I want to say it was like Frontier or something like that. Something, something I don't know. Did, know man, uh, someone spent a lot of money to put that game in people's faces and nobody cared. Nobody <laughs> cared. But we do have some stuff that people do care about, my friend. Devin, what do we have first for the folks at home? See this? Yes. Sometimes people don't wear these okay. like we're all wearing. <laughs> okay. Sometimes we like to put these things on to protect right. our domes. Okay. And we call them... The helm. That's not. Let's walk. Let's walk. That's not. <laughs> the, the helm of a ship is not a helmet. 
I don't worry. All, I hate all of you. I hate all of you so much. Because later we'll talk about the hands. <laughs> yeah, that's for damn sure, isn't it? Save your damn it, man. I hate it. I hate it here. Yeah. Devin, my friend, hit us with our first news story. Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm, you take Anyways, uh, Chris Hemsworth is taking a break from acting following... Alzheimer's revelation. This is coming from Ryan Leston over at IGN. A recent episode of Limitless revealed that Hemsworth is genetically predisposed to develop Alzheimer's disease. Quote, it's not a pre-detrimistic gene, but it is a strong indication, end quote. He said, 10 years ago, I think it was more thought of as a detriment. Essentially, his genetic makeup includes two copies of the APOE4 gene, one from his mother and another from his father. This combination reportedly leads to an increased Alzheimer's risk. Quote, it's not like I've been handed my resignation, he added, but the Marvel star will be taking a break for a short while after the experience of filming the series forced him to confront his own mortality in a number of ways. Quote, it really triggered something in me to want to take time off, he explained. And since we finished the show, I've been completing the things I was already contracted to do. Now, when I finish this tour this week, I'm going home and I'm going to have a good chunk of time off and just simple simplify, be with the kids and be with my wife. End quote. Limitless is a six part TV show for National Geographic available on Disney Plus that sees Hemsworth explore the full potential of the human body with episodes devoted to the science of longevity. But when Disney offered to remove the scenes where Hemsworth discovers his Alzheimer's predisposition, the actor refused. Quote, look, if this is a motivator for people to take better care of themselves and also understand that there are steps you can take, then fantastic, said Hemsworth. My concern was I just didn't want to manipulate it and overdramatize it and make it into some sort of hockey grab at empathy or whatever for entertainment. Throughout the series, Hemsworth strives to master different ways to slow the aging process and improve his health in later life. Quote, I think one of the beautiful things about the show is how open Chris is throughout it, said director Darren Aronofsky, Aronofsky, yep. Yes. in an interview with IGN. He was really vulnerable and he really gave a lot of focus to it and a lot of access to it. And it's rare that you find a movie star who is willing to be human. End quote. Limitless is available now on Disney+. Plus. So, boys, uh, obviously the big main question here, uh, and I want to slide this to Devin here first. Devin, what do you think this means for Thor? Well, we know Thor isn't going to be around forever. We already know this. Sure. Um, We also know that Marvel is kind of in a situation where they can make a lot of changes, uh, you know, um, and and it, it can all be canon. It can they they can make a lot of changes and they'll all be canon. We could move to um, a different universe in a sense because right now we're based in the Marvel six one six. They could move over to another area. They they do it in the comics all the time too. Um, granted, I, I mean Chris Hemsworth is Thor. He is. 
if they do move things around or if they really need to do a replacement, like they really have to. He has a brother. He's just not as big. That's true. <laughs> That's true. He's also playing The Witcher, which is very unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's just. I'm sure if he was offered the role of Thor, he would definitely not be The Witcher anymore. Let's be yeah. real, you know. Yeah. But like, I mean, it's I. I mean, everybody needs to take breaks for their their health. Uh, a lot of people do it all the time. Tom Holland's done it before you know we lots of actors have done this and they need to i actually advocate for it and anytime i hear somebody saying they need to take a break then they need to take a break being an actor granted you make a lot of money and it does kind of cushion up your life for the most part if you're like a you know triple a star in that sense but it is a lot of hard work like a lot hard work yeah. a lot of long days 15 hour days brother sometimes yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's a lot of mental stress it's a lot of physical stress um, it's a lot of personal life stress um, because when when you are taking on a role and you are playing that role, that that is your life for the next six to 12 months, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's that's very true. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like I can definitely see them doing a thing where they kind of just commit to uh, to Lady Thor, uh, as we had seen in Love and Thunder um, and having that be a thing since I mean, now that she's you know, spoiler alert, I guess, go fucking watch the movie. It's been out for a while. Uh, she's in Asgard now. Um, they could very much, like, make that make that a thing. Like, it's on Disney Plus. It's on Disney it's on Plus. Disney go Plus. watch it for free. You can watch it for free on there. Go check that out. Yeah. Well, uh, free. It's, a, it's a good, well, yeah. If you, if you got Disney Plus, you can watch it. Uh, but it's it's a, it's a great rom-com. Uh, not a very good Marvel movie, but a great rom-com. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like, it's, it, there's a lot of that can be done for it, but my question for dj here is outside of thor outside of marvel have you looked into any of chris hemsworth other works recently uh can you name them for me because i, I don't know, like spiderhead Spider, spiderhead on netflix so there's extraction it's really good on netflix extraction i watched extraction extraction was really good god damn that's a movie uh, my man uh spiderhead uh, what was good... it what was it fuck was it was he in uh uh was it 13 strong or whatever the fuck i don't know yes don't remember. he is he's, yeah. one of those he's the, the i watched captain. that one that one's good too yeah it's a good movie yeah good movie. So, he's actually pretty good in that one for anybody who hasn't seen extraction yet it's essentially call of duty the movie yeah, basically. It's fucking lit, yeah. dude. It's fucking it's lit. Really yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's really it's it's fun. It's, 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 isn't he doing this extraction too? That's like one of his contracts. They're filming it right now. Yeah. 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 So, actually, so I think they just got done filming it and now they're in post. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, yeah. that's going to be coming out next year. Uh, I mean, fucking good movie, man. That single pan shot thing that they fucking do with that mm-hmm. fucking extravagant. Yeah, it's it's a good it's a good film student movie, DJ. I'll tell you. Like, yeah. it's, I, it's, I, yeah. I'm going to watch that again. I am. It's a fun. One. I, I agree. Um, yeah. Uh, so, this is. Well, so my so my question say? for you, DJ, in, with in that regards here is. Yeah. Obviously, we see like Thor, like he could take a back seat on it, like they could move on to something different as far as like Thor as a character. Do you like do you see him taking a break from movies as a whole and eventually to the point where he's not doing them anymore? Like, do you want him to continue on? I, I kind of want to hear your thoughts on that. I think um, because Alzheimer's is serious um, and it's not like he he's like it said in the in the article, it's not predeterministic. Um, but he, he's, um, I was watching the clip from that, from that, the show where they, they gave him the news 
he's eight to ten times more likely than the normal average person to to get yeah. it. Yeah. And it was like really heartbreaking seeing him like he said, like, man, to think about like my kids and my career not remembering it is like, you know, so um, to me, the what I'm trying to say is um, he has to find out for himself whether like he wants to just spend the rest of his life just with his family or spend the rest of his life building his legacy or the, the rest of his legacy. Right. Yeah. You know, whether it stops here at Thor or, you know, he wants to continue or he says, well, like if he has a, another epiphany saying, well, uh, this rate of Alzheimer's is not going to stop me from doing the works that I want to do. Yeah. Um, but that's a decision for him to make. And we as the public and as, you know, consumers of, you know, what he's a part of, we should be the one to decide that for him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've seen a lot of people say like, oh, he should come back blah 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 it's like no that's his decision um well well worded my friend well worded i like it what's up Devin? i i i have a prediction regarding his thor character i could see secret wars being the end of chris hemsworth thor yeah i could see that too because because in the comics thor actually does die he does. I mean, he comes back, but yeah, he does die. <laughs> yeah. Um, he hella like, comes actually, back in the comics, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, but he, and not as a good person. <laughs> no, 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 no. Exactly. That's why I mean, he hella, he hella comes back. That's when you sub in his brother. That's when you sub in his brother. Yeah, there you go. That's when you sub in Liam. Yeah, like, <laughs> if he looks slightly different enough, he'd be like, man, there's something off about, there's something off about Thor. <laughs> He doesn't look right. <laughs> look, look, look. In the comics, guys, just so everybody knows, uh, King has this thing called the Thor core. Yep. Yep. And it's, it's bad news for everybody. Let's just say that. Just just, just hang on to that. Just hang on to that, guys. In the meantime, you'll be hanging out until our next news story. DJ, hit him with it. All right. We have Dead Island 2 devs delay the game once more for old time's sake. This comes from Michael McWhorter at Polygon. The long-end development Dead Island 2 originally announced in 2014 for a release the following year and changing development studios twice since then has been delayed once more. That is a terrible sentence. I'm so sorry. Whoever wrote this is such a terrible... This is... Oh, Jesus. Okay, okay. Well... We'll go back to the back to the story. Publisher Deep Silver and developer Dan Buster Studios announced the zombie games the latest delay on Thursday, acknowledging the black humor of Dead Island 2's latest and hopefully final setback. Quote, the irony of delaying Dead Island 2 is not lost on us, and we are dis- we are as disappointed as you undoubtedly are. Uh, end quote, the publisher and developer said in a statement posted to Twitter. Quote, Quote, the delay is just 12 short weeks and the development is on the final straight now. We're going to take the time we need to make sure we can launch a game we're proud of, we're proud to launch. For those of you who have been waiting for years, thank you for hanging in there with us, end quote. Dead Island 2's new new release date is April 28th, 2023. Next month, Dan Buster promises to release, quote, an exciting new trailer and gameplay, end quote, at a... Dead Island 2 Showcase, scheduled for December 6th on Twitch and YouTube. It has taken Deep Silver a decade and three developers to get there. After Techland, creator of the original Dead Island and its standalone expansion, Riptide, decided to follow its own path with the Dying Light series. 
Deep Silver tapped Jaeger Spec Ops The Line to develop a sequel. In 2015, Jaeger was dropped by Deep Silver, apparently over creative differences. UK studio Sumo Digital, uh, responsible for Little Big Planet 3, Crackdown 3, uh, took over and worked on Dead Island 2 in silence for two to three years. Sumo 2 was ditched, and in 2019, Deep Silver announced that development had been switched to an internal team. Uh, Homefront, the revolution developer, Dan Buster Studios. Polygon played the latest version of Dead Island 2 this summer, and in our preview of the game, wrote, It's a far cry from the exhilarating, freewheeling, open-world traversal of Dying Light 2, but maybe that's the point, and maybe it's not a bad thing. Keeping Dead Island 2's feet on the ground and keeping it simple might be the best way to move on from its difficult past. End quote. Dead Island 2 is bound for PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Windows PC, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X next year. Devin, I'll, I'll come to you in a second. DJ, I want to swing to you first, my man. Devin, hang tight. Yeah. Hang tight. I know. I know, baby boy. I know you got work, so I'm going to give you the time to do it. DJ, were you a Dead Island fan, and is this a bummer for you? Um, I actually, you know, I didn't have all the fucking game consoles back in the day, but I would watch YouTube and I watch like all these creators play Dead Island and it looks so fun, like Dead Island. Um, and I was like, man, like I, I want to play a game like this, you know, because it, it looks it looks fucking awesome. But, um, you know, it's been years, man, like well, a whole decade and we haven't got this game. I remember that first trailer drop for dead island 2 where like uh yeah like uh, the one that yeah like the guy just running and we're like everyone was so hype i remember that time everyone was so hype we're like yo yo this is gonna be crazy it's gonna be crazy and then um it 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 just never it never came never 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 such a it's been through such a tumultuous like um like development cycle that at this point, I don't even know what to expect from the game at this uh, now, because um, you know, uh, from that last quote, they're like, "It's a far cry from Dying Light Two, which is like everything you basically want in like a zombie infested, like uh, dystopian apocalyptic world where you can just like go parkour, fucking free, free run around, and fucking beat zombies on the head." So I wonder what angle they're taking with this one, because. If it's grounded, it'd just be like Left 4 Dead 2, you know, with just maybe less guns. <laughs> I like it. Um, yeah, yeah. You know. Devin, um, go ahead. All right. Slightly worried that it's the Homefront Revolution developer that's doing this game now, specifically because that game flopped very hard when, when that came out. Um yeah, bad game, bad game, bad game. But, <laughs> bad but game. Dead Island was revolutionary when that game came out. This was one of the first games ever that was an open world scenario where you could play co-op with your friends and go through the RPG experience. Everybody progresses in the story at the same time. The crafting system was very well developed and very fun. You got some ridiculous like you could get throwing knives that have like mini, that you could put mini C4 on. So when you threw it, it would explode. And like it was it, it, very fun and very detailed game for an Xbox 360 game and PS3 game. Very impressive at the time. Me personally, I like Dying Light, 
but dying light kind of has that assassin's creed effect right where there's just so much to do in that game and so many places to go it almost gets overwhelming so i like the idea of this game actually being grounded you know um dying uh dead island is supposed to be fun right it's supposed to you play with your yeah. friends you go have fun you, you focus on some quests and stuff like that it wasn't really like all about the story in the game but it was all about the places you went the different creatures you saw the different funny easter eggs that they would put in the game because the game had a lot of comedy to it as well um i'm actually looking forward to this game still i'm okay with with it taking as long as it did because regardless of whatever you know struggles they had getting up to it they're they're delaying it because they want it to be good i'm okay with that we have so many games that are coming out that we are playing right now that i, I wouldn't even have the time to play dead island right now i just wouldn't that's fair that's fair dj are you worried at all for this game for the same reasons Devin was as far as like the home front developers um I, i'm worried because you know uh Homefront the revolution is kind of just <laughs> I that game, game came and went like just I felt like it was DOA, you know, like it was just yeah, yeah. dead on arrival. And um, you know, I, I I want them to keep that like that same humor, that same like lightheartedness, like in a you know, zombie world that Devin was talking about with the original Dead Island, because you know that's the that's the comparison, right? Because Dying Light is you know, even though it's it's fun, it's like it's like very like serious. It's very like and it takes itself very seriously. As Dead Islands, like yeah, it's kind of serious, but you know, you have fun. Like I don't know, like it's like the it's like the Saints Row of fucking like zombie games, low key. Yeah, like, a little bit, not, not like outrageous, but it's like um, I mean that's Dead Rising, make that comparison. Right? but like yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's Dead Rising, I would but like love it's, for it's, that to it, come it, back. Dead Rising is cool, but like I think it's in the middle of that, like between De yes. Dying Light and Dead mm -hmm. Rising, where it's like it's a happy medium, and a lot of people can have fun while also taking it, uh, taking it serious enough to be like, okay, let's continue on with this story path or these this quest path or whatever, right? Um, and yeah, I, I I'm worried, but I'm optimistic about it. Um, if it's a good game. I'm gonna buy the game, and we Hell will yeah. all play it Hell for yeah, Splash baby. Damage. Hell yeah, it'll be a good game <laughs> for Splash Damage. I'll yeah. tell you what. Uh, but yeah. we do have some interesting news outside of uh, the delay for Dead Island. We have Amazon orders multiple Marvel Sony shows, beginning with Silk Spider Society from Walking Dead's alum Angela Kang. So when Joe Otter said over at Variety, that's a long ass headline. <laughs> That is, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. All right. So the first series under the deal will be Silk Spider Society, which was developed by The Walking Dead showrunner Angela Kang, along with Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse producers Phil Lord and Christopher Miller. Kang will serve as showrunner and executive producer on Silk as part of the new multi-year overall television deal she has signed with Amazon. Kang, Lord, and Miller all executive produce, along with former Sony boss Amy Pascal. Uh, Sony Pictures Television is the studio, with Lord and Miller currently under an overall deal there. Silk Spider Society will debut domestically on MGM Plus's uh, Knee Epics. 
what the fuck does that mean? Linear channel followed by a global launch on Prime Video. The show is based on characters created by Dan Slott and Humberto Ramos for Marvel Comics, and it follows Cindy Moon, described as a, quote, Korean-American woman bitten by the same spider that bit Peter Parker as she escapes imprisonment and searches for her missing family on her way to becoming the superhero known as Silk, end quote. The Silk series and other shows based on Sony-controlled Marvel characters were report originally reported as being in the works back in September 2020. At that time, Lauren Moon was writing Silk while it was reported in 2021 that Tom Speziali had joined the series as showrunner as part of his own Amazon overall deal. Kang is best known for her work on The Walking Dead. She became a, wa a writer on the show in 2011 and co-executive producer in 2013, when she was promoted to executive producer and showrunner in 2018, beginning with the hit AMC series ninth season, the Walking Dead is airing its series finale on November 20th, with Kang also co-creating a spinoff centered on Norman Reedus's character, Daryl Dixon. She launched her own production company, Kang & Co. Entertainment, in 2020. Jason Sachs, formerly a consulting producer on The Walking Dead, serves as the company's executive vice president of development. Kang & Co.'s current development slate includes a series adaptation of the novel Black Sun, with author Rebecca Roanhorse writing, as well as an adaptation of the sci-fi novel The Postmortal by Drew Magari. Sony has released multiple Spider-Man live-action films in the past and currently works with Marvel Studios on the rebooted film franchise starring Tom Holland via Columbia Pictures. Sony is also behind Into the Spider-Verse, which won the Academy Award for Best Animated Film in 2019. Good movie. Two sequels that to that film are currently in the works, with the first Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse due out in theaters June 2023. To date, Sony has also released the live-action films Venom and its sequel Let There Be Carnage. Fucking awful movie. Let There Be Garbage. <laughs> starring Tom Hardy, as well as Morbius, starring Jared Leto. A third Venom film is currently in development, while Sony is also at work on film versions of characters like Craven the Hunter, starring a Aaron Taylor Johnson, and Madam Web, starring Dakota Johnson, among several others. Morbid, thank you for the subscription. I appreciate it. I'm thankful for you guys on a solely festive level. I hate you the other 50, 51 weeks of the year. All right, that's fair. I'll take it. I'll take fair. it, Morbid. All right, Devin, my man. We've talked about this before for many, 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 many a time. Uh, Sony is doing this weird, weird fucking thing where they say, hey, like, you can use Spider-Man Marvel. You can use Spider-Man. We know people love them. Just give us a nice big chunk of that that, that cash flow that y'all are going to get off of that. But here's the deal. You can't use all of them. <laughs> you can't use all of them or his assets, all right? We're going to use that. And by when I say we're going to use that, I mean we're going to make awful movies <laughs> about characters that people love in the Spider-Man universe, and you can't do anything about it. Devin, does this, for whatever reason, hit the gas for you? No, it makes me worried. Okay, why is that? Because, like, everything that they've done by themselves, besides the animated film, have not hit. Uh -huh. They have not. Uh -huh. they, are, they are very poorly reviewed. Um, I literally, when I was watching, I, I've never even watched Morbius. Like, I, I refuse to watch that movie because it looks bad. And Jared Leto's a fucking creep. Um, and I... Put me on record. Fuck that guy. You know? Yeah, sure. Um, Fuck Jerry Leto. Fuck Jerry Yeah, 100%. Um, not, like, not only that, like, when I was watching, like, Let There Be Carnage, or, excuse me, Let There Be Garbage, um, 
I felt like I was watching a B-rated sci-fi movie on television. Yep. yep. That intro was one of the worst intros I've seen in any Marvel property. Yeah. Yeah. Like Good 100%. Old. Like I'd rather watch X I'd rather watch X3. Oof. Yeah. Oof. That's a, Seriously. That's rough. that's rough. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather watch X3 or, you know, Dark Phoenix or whatever the fuck. Oh, fuck Dark Phoenix. Fuck that yeah. movie, dude. But that's I'm worse saying, than X3. I'm just saying, like, they're, they're, they're still better than Let There Be Garbage. Um, I, I'm worried. I, I feel like Sony is just trying to capitalize on the fact of how popular Marvel is, and they're just trying to regurgitate and throw up anything that they can associated with the Spider-Man IP to, to ride that coattail. When realistically, I feel like they should just be working hand in hand with Marvel on these properties because we all know we would have better content that way um, if they just, you know, actually combined forces instead of done this stupid petty cash grab shit that they do in every single department of their company you know um i'm just kind of over it honestly i'm not i'm like i like their games a lot but i'm really not a fan of their business practices or um how that they just try to cash grab everything without putting out decent content yeah no i know unfortunately now DJ, we did get news the other day that Tom Holland has signed a new contract for uh, for Sony and Marvel uh, to do some more work with them as our titular Spider-Man. Uh, one would say yeah. <laughs> uh, we so like are four movies. We are going to, yeah, it's another four movies, and we don't know how many of those are going to be MCU and how many are going to be Sony Spider-Man properties, but we do know that uh, part of it is the un untitled Spider-Man 4 film, um, and uh, we do know that some of it is going to have to be Sony. So we don't know what exactly that's going to be in the future, but DJ, does that excite you on the grander scale of what Sony's trying to do with all these Spider-Man side characters? Um... I wouldn't say excited. Okay. Really? Like I'm not I'm not the biggest Spider-Man guy. I'm be honest, and Tom Holland doesn't do it too much for me. Oh, he's a great Spider-Man. He's though. great. He's great. He's good. But he just doesn't do it for me personally. Um sure. I like some of the other Spider-Man personalities. Um Andrew Andrew Garfield's my Spider-Man personally, but that's yeah, like, Andrew that's, Gar I was going to say Andrew great Spider-Man, terrible Peter Parker. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. We're not having this debate right now. DJ, yeah. continue. <laughs> but, but anyway, um, I, I'm saying, like, whatever deal that they struck up, it's probably going to be, like, like you said four. They said four movies. I feel like three of them is going to be Sony, and then, like, one of them is going to be Marvel. <laughs> if, 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 yeah. If yeah. That, that, I feel like that's the distribution right there. Because, I don't know, Sony's just... Sony just makes bad shit. It's just bad moves, bad business decisions, bad movies... It's bad everything besides <laughs> games, but like that's not even like they just oversee games. Like it's not even like they're doing. Like I feel like they're they're like riding the hive into the Spider Verse. Like oh my god, it's so good. Let's let's try to make more of this. <laughs> let's try to make more hits when they have not. They have they have no hits. <laughs> No hits. <laughs> I mean, they, they have some uh, hits. They have some hits. I mean, those some, those those Sony. But first, it doesn't justify them doing this. It doesn't. It doesn't yeah, justify them yeah, to do yeah. all this, right? And I don't know. It just it just has a bad taste in my mouth. Everything. Like even if you got fucking uh, the the Angela Kang on this new Silk Spider Society thing, I, I I'm not interested. 
I just I don't I feel like eh, it's gonna be like eh, you know, doesn't like yeah. go anyway, doesn't doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, so, no, that's yeah. that's fair. I don't know. I mean, like I I've got half feelings about it. I've I've got no real feelings going either direction. I mean, like I kind of need to see where we go with things from here. <clears throat> I want to see what they do with Craven. I want to see what they do with Madam Web. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to see what, you know, what they at all have planned for Spider-Man in the MCU, generally speaking, after what we saw at the end of No Way Home. But there's there's a lot that could be had, and I'm hoping that with what is seeming to be more of a partnership between Sony and Marvel that we might actually get some stuff that feels a little bit more cohesive. I know that there's a big gap of time from let there be carnage and what happens to that trash ass fucking movie uh, to what we got in Spider-Man no way home and what that could mean for the future. I mean, like obviously they haven't Sony's been having to kind of pivot and I think they know that they've had to pivot and I'm hoping that with the, collective (laughs) opinion that people have had about Venom and let there be garbage that that Sony's like, okay, Morbius and Morbius that Sony's like, okay, like we hear you, we get it. Kevin work with us here. Right. And like, and that means that like, we're going to have something that's a little bit more entwined, even though we won't necessarily see Spider-Man in a lot of MCU properties as far as the Marvel Disney movies, there's still something to say that like maybe with Disney having a little bit of a hand of like, Hey, you guys should try this because we're planning on doing this. Sony will be able to say, okay, okay. We see you. Go ahead. I do have some wants, some wants, some, some positive things that, that I could see coming out of this. Madam web is going to be a multiversal saga, like a multiversal trip. So that can intertwine. Maybe maybe with this multiverse saga that we're going through right now in the MCU, because that, that could have some repercussions in sure. a sense. Sure. Now, as far as Craven goes, I want Craven's antagonist to be Punisher, John Bernthal. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we'll get that's it, what I want. I don't know, if I know we'll but that, yeah. that's what, that's what I need because like that storyline in the animated series and the comics is so good and it would make so much sense and it would be a great introduction for Craven, especially with the way that Punisher acts with that character. Yeah. John Berthold is my Punisher, mm-hmm. man. Oh, I mean, he's I don't everybody's know, Punisher. I don't, I don't <laughs> know like how like up to date you guys keep up on like the comic work stuff, but Punisher just got Superman powers, dog. So like, who knows? Really? Yeah, in the comics, he can fly now and he's got like super strength. It's fucking wild, bro. <laughs> like, <What>? yeah. <laughs> like how? Yeah. It's, how? A, it's, it's a long a, story. I'm it's... John Berthold flying around. Like and just beating the fuck out of every like just killing every motherfucker just yeah flying around. right 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 no I'll definitely want more of a grounded Punisher story than that and that is like a month ago that that happened in the comics so it won't be yeah but Devin yeah I'm sure Devin's saying like twenty the years from now uh, twenty years like, from now we'll see Punisher flying yeah it's, this it's all integrated with the hand and Daredevil and that story so mm-hmm. it's yeah. Um, so Some the hand mystical shit. Yeah. Yeah. Gave, yeah. They, so they use magic to give him powers. So they're, they're the dark abilities of the beast, essentially. Dude, yep. dude, 20, 20, 30 years from now, superhero movies would be like, that's terrifying. What if, what if Punisher is like 
the um <laughs> like the antagonists like in um like the hand and punisher are the antagonists in like midnight suns yeah yeah it could it could happen yeah. it could happen uh, i yeah. don't think they'll take that turn though they, they've got they've got a lot well, of like origin story they gotta cover and like things like that first but you know yeah <laughs> unless unless they unless we get that integration from the netflix shows which like we don't know how much integration that's going to be. We we know we got Charlie Cox in, in Spider-Man No Way Home. We know we have him in She-Hulk. We know we're getting born again, um, you know, later on next year. Is it is it next year? I think like yeah, late 2023. Late, late, late next year is what they're talking about. Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm hoping that we really just get some crossover. And, you know, we got Vincent D'Onofrio in um, Hawkeye. So... I'm, I'm hoping that they can move that story from the Netflix and integrate it into the MCU because in the Netflix series, they actually reference the MCU a few times too. They sure do. They sure do, my mm -hmm. friend. And we will see that when it certainly does happen. But before then, we're going to move on to our next segment, guys. Before we do that, I want to remind everyone that they can support us by joining our Discord channel. We're soon they can get early access on episodes before they go public. They can write on the show and they can get content ad free but if they're hearing this they probably aren't on our discord so for now here's a word from our sponsors this piece of good cracking content is brought to you by glide mouse pads the world is changing and the demand for pc gaming and work from home setups has never been as wild as it is right now having the best of the best in pc accessories only makes it easier to get your work done before you jump right back into the fray of the digital sea and glide knows exactly how to make that happen for you Glide Mousepads is the future industry leader in mousepads offering beautiful, smooth, waterproof products made with eco-friendly materials and non-slip rubber in a variety of sizes that are guaranteed to help you get that next win. Now, if you're like me and you spend a lot of time in your command center, whether it's streaming, editing, or designing, you need a quality mousepad that can keep up with that constant grind. You can go to GlideMousepads.com right now and use code KRAKEN for 15% off the Founders Edition mousepad in every size available. Again, that's code K-R-A-K-E-N, Kraken, for 15% off any Founders Edition mousepad today. Our next sponsor is Rogue Energy. Late nights are pretty much commonplace for us content creators, and any of us here at GK can attest that sometimes you're just too damn tired to even think about how not to be tired any longer. Lucky for us, though, Rogue has figured out how to give those late nights and even earlier mornings the supercharge that we all need. Rogue Energy is a low-calorie, no-sugar energy formula that is the perfect alternative to sugar-filled canned energy drinks and sodas. Every formula Rogue Energy produces is designed with optimal levels of high-quality ingredients and no chalky textures. Being the only gaming drink company in the world with four unique product lines to suit your task at hand, Rogue Energy strives to improve the in-game performance of gamers streamers and content creators around the globe check it we have been drinking the ever-living crap out of this stuff if i'll be completely honest with you me Devin, garrick xander raven genesee all of us here at gk absolutely adore this drink uh it helps us in the mornings helps us in the evenings uh you guys know how it is we've been going on about this forever and it is no exception now it's still taking care of us to this day you can head on over to rogueenergy.com and use code gkraken for 10 percent off your purchase of any shaker or formula tub of your choosing that's g-k-r-a-k-e-n for 10 percent off any shaker or formula tub that you'd like now back to the show
What's cracking, everybody, and welcome back. We are here, we are doing it, and we are ready to go for our next segment. Speaking of which, though, DJ, what do we have next for folks at home? Well, okay. For now. All right. <laughs> Get it over with. <laughs> Hands on deck is uh, is a segment where we talk about oh, some okay. of the content we've been recently playing, watching, and we will pitch it to you and uh, the audience at home and to each other. Um, so, I have something for y'all. Yes, you uh, do, DJ. What have you been playing or watching, my man? So, Warzone 2.0 recently dropped. Um, we played it for um, Seventh Brevin uh, on Wednesday. Um, and some of the GK crew got to play it and experience it for the first time and experience the uh, terrible, terrible... Uh, social tab fiasco uh, where yeah. you couldn't even look at your friends list and invite people but but um since then i've played it a bunch and i played the new dmz mode that they added to the game um which is their uh call of duty's take on uh an escape from tarkov type game mode we've seen it with uh battlefield trying to do their um their extraction mode basically um and I'm gonna talk about DMZ first before we get into the Warzone 2.0. Sure. DMZ is um, like very Call of Duty Tarkov. So if you guys don't know what Tarkov is, uh, Escape from Tarkov is a game where basically you load into instances or raids, and whatever you bring in uh, is what you have, and whatever you take out is what you'll. And if you extract, you basically get to keep all your stuff and keep all your loot. Um, sure. But if you die, you lose everything on your person. Um, now, uh, it, it's an interesting mode. Uh, it's not as hardcore as Tarkov. Tarkov is very, like, mil-sim, like, very realistic e shooter. Sure. Um, Call of Duty is Call of Duty. Very arcade -y. Um, and so there's, um, and DMZ is a little different from Warzone. There's, like, different items uh, in buildings that cost, uh, a dollar amount of money. And however much money you extract with is how much XP, like, you know, divide that by 10, and that's how much XP you'll get when you extract successfully. Um, and there are different points of interest on the map uh, where right now there is a radiation zone and a weapon case zone. A uh, weapon case is um, guarded by higher level AI. There's like AI riddled throughout the map. Um, there's higher level AI, which means they just have more health and more armor. And there's like a juggernaut as well, like a big suited up fucking boss, right? If you kill the boss, you extract with the weapons case, you um, you get a cool skin, cool operator skin. Um, and also in the radiation zone, there's a boss named the chemist. And he has a special new weapon that they've added to the game. And if you're able to kill the chemist and extract, you get to keep that weapon and you will be able to level and use that weapon uh, in the other modes like the multiplayer and in Warzone. So um, if, if you don't mind, I do have a quick question. Yeah. Uh, so DMZ slash Tarkov in this sense, is it PVPVE? Is that kind of what I'm getting at of those? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're working in squads of three um, and you're basically going around and trying to loot, gather as, as much as you can. And there are set extraction points on the map. I believe there's only like 30 minutes in a match. Okay. Um, so if you don't extract within the 30 minutes, you you lose your character, lose whatever. Right. Okay. Um, there's, there's certain uh, extraction points marked on the map. And when you go to those extraction points, you have to pop smoke and you have to wait for a helicopter to come in. And then you have to wait in the helicopter uh, like a few seconds and then you extract. 
And so now what well, the funny thing is, is Call of Duty players are experiencing what Tarkov players and uh, I think Hunt Showdown players are have been experiencing for a long time, which are extract campers. <laughs> People yeah. who just camp yeah. the extract and wait for you after you did all your work just to ruin it and steal it and extract for themselves. And yeah. I've seen so much discourse and it's hilarious because it's part of the game because Call of Duty hasn't experienced uh, having this mode before. They don't know how to balance um, extract camping because Tarkov has done it where um, because it's more realistic and you actually have shit to lose. Um, they've done it to where they, they've they it's basically like not the risk is higher than the reward uh, in Tarkov. But in COD, you can just bounce into another DMZ game, try it again. <laughs> so um, it, um, so it, it's been a lot of discourse upon that. Um, DMZ is is okay. It's like a it's mid and six point six out of ten for me. Um, oh in wow! Terms of it. Okay. Yeah, it, it's 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 okay. Like it will be fun with friends, but playing by yourself just sucks. And uh, you'll get extract camped, and you'll be really mad <laughs> it's see if not, you played it's not worth if you played the hit game the division uh well game yes devin in hates, division two uh, exactly. devin hates that game uh if you've done if you've done any of the dark zone in a division game you would know that uh mm-hmm. extraction campers are definitely a fucking problem but if you're actually good at the game, you'll take care of them before you extract. And, and that's what I've, yeah. what I've definitely and gotten like, out of that. And it's like, um, it, it, and the call of duty doesn't give you that opportunity. Cause it's like, usually the extraction points are in an open field or some shit, like surrounded by AI enemies and shit. So it's like, it's just really hard to like, uh, circumvent that at all. Right. Sure. Um, so we're moving on to Warzone, uh, which is in the same map. They use the same map for both um el masra and you have different points of uh different cities different points of interest that are actually um some of them are uh maps from modern warfare 2 the original modern warfare 2 um and modern warfare 3 um and they incorporate it into this big map they've renamed them um but it's been really fun actually uh a lot of people you know war zones hit or miss for them i think it's an improvement on the original war zone uh i got to play that a lot and I think with the more grounded gameplay of Modern Warfare 2, like the this new reboot, I think it's been it's it's been more enjoyable. Um, you know, uh, I usually and I might might been because it's been a long time since I've actually enjoyed a battle royale. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually really enjoy this one. Uh, I love Apex to to death, but you know, getting um, getting used to how that game moves is one of the most difficult things uh, in my experience playing Apex. While this one is really just plug and play, Warzone 2.0 is free, right? I I believe it's free for everyone. Yeah. So I think this is just plug and play. You don't have to worry about too many mechanics. They've uh, overhauled a little bit of the looting mechanics. You actually now have a backpack, which you can also upgrade or find an upgraded backpack version. And you get to stow away some items instead of just having whatever is on your person. so you can have extra self revives, extra armor plates, you know, to 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 pull in from reserves from. Uh, and the loadout system works different now. You don't have you don't actually buy your loadout at the buy station anymore. You actually um, they will be at a certain point in the game where 
they'll just airdrop like loadouts across the map and you have to go for it, but it's marked for everyone. Uh, um, okay. Okay. Uh, the only thing you can buy from the buy station are the weapons that you've created in the creator class and only the weapons. Um, so you can't buy the perks. You can't buy whatever. And you can only buy uh, UAVs from the, the buy station now. Yeah. Um, it's been fun. Uh, for a Battle Royale experience, I think this is an 8 out of 10. Um, there oh, are some wow, things okay. that I I um, I find very little that's like bad about it. You know, it's still Call of Duty. It's still Warzone. So if you don't like Warzone, then it's not going to be for you anyway. Um, yeah, but sure. I, I enjoy it more than uh, any of the battle royales that have uh, come out. I, I'd rather play this than Apex right now. Okay, um, I, I disagree with you that front i i do find the movement especially with with this specific engine that they're using i find the movement a lot more like quote unquote based and in reality you know what i mean um um and it's really fun uh it's it's simpler it's simpler and i feel like anyone who's like coming off their job and just Mm. plug in play warzone with their friends and have an awesome time I will say, too, there is a difference in how the weapons operate between base Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone as well. And you do kind of feel it as you're playing. Like, haven't you kind of noticed that? It's like some weapons are actually better. Uh, in- nah, I mean, like, there's there's they still feel the same to me. But mm-hmm. I think what you're meaning, Devin, is like they're now you have to use there's different attachments that you would want on your weapon. Mm-hmm than you would for just regular like multiplayer which is like there's some yeah yeah yeah. so like you would prioritize like in the previous war zone you would prioritize like um more uh magazine space and you don't worry about uh aim aim down sight speed as much because you're taking more like longer range engagements or uh Mm -hmm. longer fights where you can like basically and there's a bunch of cover you can move around freely so you can like move around and, and space yourself and prepare yourself at an angle and wait for them mm. to come to you. Uh, so you mm. don't worry about aim down sight speed. And, you, you know, you just worry about, okay, let me get an angle on this guy. Let me move this way instead of, like, let me just bum rush him. Right? Yeah, sure. So it's it's definitely a different way of playing where mm. you have to adapt your weapons and your equipment to that style of play. Um, like, I started using proximity mines more in Warzone than I ever used in my entire lifetime playing Call of Duty. <laughs> Yeah. I've never used a proximity mine in my life. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it's been it's been fun. It's been really fun. Yeah, you really want to like make uh, more magazine space, good stocks, um, ACOGs, mm-hmm. like four times scopes, long barrel setups. And um, I, I'd almost recommend either like a like a, a foregrip or like a new um, a new actual grip for. Um, yeah, and like a lot that. of people are using LMGs, too. Uh, you don't yeah, see a lot of RPG. LMG usage in multiplayer, but LMG usage in Warzone is pretty big. Yeah, I, I like the RPK a lot. Um, when we were playing together, remember, I, I got a fat kill streak using that RPK. Oh, yeah, and fucking uh, Devin won, I believe, right? No. Or no. Did you win? No, you got, got really like, close. We got, like, got fourth like, place. Yeah, got it was fourth like third place, or fourth and Devin place. was like solo for like half of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit, dude. God damn, I know Devin was talking about clutching it uh, pretty hard, or at least almost clutching yeah. it. Dude, DJ yeah, had a had hard. a moment too where he was clutching. DJ had like nine kills on on his yeah, run where he was we, pretty much uh, played solo. Pretty early. 
because uh, like I, I didn't optimize my uh, my uh, fucking listening experience, so I couldn't hear his footsteps. Ever like the guys had to tell me, "Oh, he's right above you." I'm like, "Where is he? Where is he? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Where is he?" <laughs> oh, damn, dude, that's rough. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm I'm definitely so I I want to try out some DMZ. That sound that sounds mm-hmm. lit. Yeah, I, it, I, it, I think I think it'd be fun with playing playing with y'all because I think playing by myself it just sucks. Yeah, no, for like, sure. It's not for a sure. fun. I, I not get you. That's experience. that's triples though, right? Yes, yeah, trios, and uh, also the AI in the game. It's like playing on veteran. They have a they have a buffer period where like they'll take a few seconds to like identify you, but once they're on your ass, dude, like you're getting hit. No matter where you, unless you're behind cover, you're getting hit regardless. They're not missing on you. Yeah, hey, I, um, I play. So, I beat the campaign on veteran. Let's go, baby. I'm ready. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready, baby. Yeah, so <laughs> it took me like twelve hours, but I'm ready. <laughs> Also, the also a funny note: the only licensed thing in this game is a GMC Hummer EV. Oh, good, good <laughs> they, vehicle! They got, good they vehicle. got, a, they got a, the only <laughs> no licensed weapons, but they do have a GMC Hummer EV <laughs> in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude! I love it. All right, guys. Well, I only have a little bit of a thing uh it's a movie that i watched the other day that i actually uh tried selling you guys on a little while back but it's a movie known as fall (laughs) so i know i watch this with you guys and the trailer for this you guys are kind of like oh hell no but also then you guys said this fucking movie nah (laughs) so this movie is about a young lady named becky and her best friend hunter um who are adrenaline junkies they go mountain climbing they go hike climbing they do uh all sorts all sorts of wild shit that i never in my fucking life would be caught dead fucking doing okay uh but they are closest friends they go on a rock climbing trip in which becky's husband falls to his death (laughs) and they watch him die on this rock climbing trip and uh months later becky is in an alcoholic she is depressed she's super fucked up from watching her husband die and hunter uh wants to try to help her as much as possible so to spread his ashes they agree to do one more adrenaline junkie thing where they find a abandoned tv radio tower uh out in the middle of the desert uh that is 2000 feet tall and they decide to climb it and spread his ashes from the very top of the tower um and they get stuck <laughs> and have no way of climbing down because it's in the middle of the desert and nobody knows they're fucking there, right? So here's what I'll say, okay? The the dialogue, the writing in this movie is as cheesy fucking awful as you can absolutely imagine, okay? It is really, really not good, <laughs> the dialogue in this. But once they get to the tower... It's a fucking ride, boys. I'll tell you what. I am somebody who is absolutely, deathly, terribly a fucking tor- horrified by fucking heights. And this movie was not made for me. <laughs> Actually, I would argue maybe that it was made for me, for me to feel as uncomfortable as, as physically possible. Because this shit is so not okay. They have so many scenes where the girls are like caught looking down, or they do something risky because they're trying to get off this fucking tower, and you're just kind of like, no, 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 no. No, please don't do that, dude. This this movie had my body so tense by the end of the fucking movie. 
I had to like I had to like stretch my hands out and shit because my hands were so like clenched up the entire goddamn time and like my back hurt afterwards, dude. It was a fucking wild ride, man. But what I can say is that if you're in in wanting to watch this movie in hopes that you're gonna get something that's super deep and heartfelt and just just, just a top notch like an Emmy nominated movie, this ain't it. No, like this ain't this ain't that movie. Okay, if you're in it for the thrill ride and just want a nice popcorn flick, uh, Fall is absolutely something you should watch. I would highly recommend doing it with some friends or something like that uh, because I was, like, by myself watching this shit, and I was like, huh. <laughs> Every, the entire, like, second and third act of the movie, just just one after a time, I was like, oh, God, I don't want this. I don't want this at all. Like, and, and it was, like, the first movie I've seen in a while that had me, like, kind of like cringing and covering my eyes a little bit because i was like oh don't do yeah. that don't do that dude like <laughs> smile also had me the same way but that's because smile was fucking gross dude like, that was a creepy dude, fucking movie but that it, 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 but it was a good creepy movie it was a good it was a good creepy skin crawling ass movie but fall is just just makes you uncomfortable because like if you don't fuck with heights the way that i don't fuck with heights you're gonna be fucking suffering <laughs> so, for this movie what's up Devin? the reason why i don't want to see this movie is it just reminds me of Deep Blue Sea. It's just two people in a perilous situation that get it. It feels the way that they film it and the way that like the, the story sort of like plays out once they get to the top of the tower feels more like um, uh, Rock in a Hard Place. Uh, what, what, what's that movie called? 20, 27 Days or some shit like that with with uh, James yeah. Franco and his arm gets caught in a rock. It's like based on a real life story. I remember, yeah, I remember that. It, it feels more like that where like the survival's there and he's starting to try to like contemplate doing really wild fucking risky shit to like get out of that situation. But it's also got this underlayer of like he's sort of having some revelations about his life and shit like that. These girls are starting to like like be in question of their friendship because one of them starting to try to do some really risky shit. And they're like trying to build a relationship. Like we're best friends here. We're trying to get out of this fucking spot, but we can't. So they have to start doing really ballsy shit <laughs> in order to like get off this fucking tower. I, I thought it was a very, very fun thrill ride. I thought it was a very fun, like, popcorn flick i would never recommend this movie if you're looking for like a jaw dropper like fucking i don't know inception or some shit like that and yeah this is this ain't that kind of fucking movie but if you want a nice fun little thrill ride i definitely recommend fall uh i would give this movie a 6.57 i'd probably lean a little bit more towards a 6.5 because the, the dialogue is just very not good but the action gives it something to bear. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan plays as uh, uh, the dad of, uh, of Becky, who, whose husband passes away, and he like didn't approve of the husband like whatsoever. He's like, you could you could find someone better than that. And Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who doesn't know for whatever reason, if you don't know who that is, that is uh, Negan in uh, The Walking Dead. Beautiful, beautiful middle age man. I love Jeffrey. He would. Uh, I know we we got the the like all but confirmed thing of Sasha Baron Cohen being Mephisto since yeah. we know Mephisto is going to start showing up. But Jeffrey Dean Morgan was oh, definitely yeah. a pick for me. I would, I would take that as Mephisto for fucking sure. Dog. Yeah. Like, make a great yeah. Mephisto. Uh, yeah. Jeffrey Dean Morgan is fucking, he's always great and everything. They barely have him in this movie. So like, he is one of those things. It's like, Oh, we have Jeffrey Dean Morgan in this. And he's like hardly there. Right. And so you're like, OK, well, this no. wasn't really about you, fucker. Like <laughs> Jeffrey Dean Morgan is a treasure. 
Goddamn, Amy. Goddamn. Beautiful middle-aged mm-hmm. man, I'll tell you what. I'll mm-hmm. tell you what. Anyways, that's my take on that. 6.5 for fall. Go watch it if you want to have some, uh, some fun with your friends. Highly recommend that. Uh, in the meantime, y'all, we're going to move into our next segment and our final segment here. Uh, the good old The Gallows. Protect your neck. Protect your motherfucking neck. Boys, today for the gallows, we are talking underrated movies that you need to watch. Goddamn, we're here for it. Sleeper movie hits. Boys, what we're going to do, we're going to go round robin, just like before. And we're going to name your our top three, our top three sleeper movies that people need to watch. Starting with your lowest, your third, and we'll work our way up to the number one banger that you think people need to watch right now as soon as fucking possible. Devin, my guy, what is your very first underrated sleeper hit people need to watch? So this is a sleeper hit. I will say it is. it's only got like 6.5 to 7 rating between like IMDb and like other um, ratings. But... Okay. This movie is a very fun movie, and this movie came out in 2007. Okay. This movie is called One Smoking Aces. Oh, wow. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, that's that's. A yeah, yeah. It's got oldie. Ryan Reynolds in it. It's got Ray Liotta. It's got Ben Affleck. It's, it's got a fucking cast in this movie. It's got Alicia Keys in it, too. This this movie is a very fun movie. This is an action flick. Uh, it's it's all heist based. Um, it's trying to protect someone who's bad because they're an informant. They also have something that a lot of people need. So a lot of these these characters are very specialized assassins that get hired. And it's it's kind of like almost a battle royale type of thing where it's whoever gets gets to the end is the person who you know, actually makes the money. So not only are they fighting like the FBI and law enforcement and stuff, but they're also fighting each other throughout the movie. It's a very high intensity action fic flick and it just goes and goes and goes the whole time. That's a fucking classic ass movie, man. Smoking Aces was a lit ass movie when mm-hmm. it first came out. I remember, I remember being like so intrigued by it. It was kind of like the kind of a, like an original John Wick story in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it was like super high-paced, super wild mm-hmm. fucking, like, killing shit going on in this, dude. It, and it kind of like... Oh, it's got Jason Bateman in it, too. I forgot it about that. It does have Jason Bateman, dude. And and here's the deal, too. It's like, I don't know if, if like, the same director did both movies, but it kind of hits in a weird way, like... Uh, God damn it! Uh, that Jason, that Jason Statham movie. Uh, you know which one I'm talking about? Crank. Crank. Yeah, it hits yeah, like I was crank. Gonna, yeah, I was gonna say the Smoke and Aces reminds me if you were to take like action sequences of John Wick and mix uh-huh. it with the the chaos of Crank. That's yeah. what this movie is. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, big time agree, dude. It's a good movie, mm-hmm. man. That's that's a good pick. Mm-hmm. I hundred percent back that. That's that's. That, mm-hmm. I, I feel like not enough people like gave that movie a lot of love. I know it won some awards. I know it did get get some stuff there, but it was it was a weird one that I know not a lot of people were talking about. So the choreography is very good actually too and um the the director he also did narc which is actually a very very good movie he was the writer and director for narc but he also wrote and directed smoke and aces and that director is one joe uh uh, carnahan thank you sir thank you good movies (laughs) i did my research before this my friends (laughs) i like it i like it dj what is your very first 
underrated sleeper hit movie that people need to watch. Um, I really enjoyed Mile 22. Uh, oh, I haven't heard that movie in a while. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mile 22 is I watched this on a plane. So, I <laughs> no, dude, so, uh, good movie, you know, man. It, it, um, a lot of people don't like this movie, but I, I think I enjoyed it. It's, it has action. And, um, so basically, Mark Wahlberg is like, he has to get this guy across like this border or some shit like that in Southeast Asia or like it's an extraction movie <laughs> before extraction. <laughs> yeah, he, he has like a uh, privatized like military group that the government like hires. And uh and yeah, he's like and, the it, and there's the like the the movie takes its like twists and turns and like the, the, the character that the guy that he has to extract is like he's he's cool. Like he does this thing with his fingers where he's like just tapping it like this. Yeah. But, but you realize, like, they're counting seconds. He's counting the seconds until, like, this big event towards the end of the end of the film where you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, dude. no way. Like, and he's you know played I mean? by um, the, uh, the gentleman from The Raid. Fucking good movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That Raid is Raid also. Good movie. Good movie. Um, I, I just, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Uh, I don't like Mark Wahlberg, but uh, this movie was entertaining. <laughs> he's he's actually, he's actually, this is one of the movies that he does pretty well in, to be honest. Yeah, he like, does we, actually pretty good in this one. The, the, the thing is that I've noticed about Mark Wahlberg is that when he's in a more of a military role, like you can take him more seriously he because he plays that role pretty well. Mm -hmm. Like, like Lone Survivor is like one of my favorite movies of all time. And he plays yeah, that sure. role. Lone Survivor is That's so good. Fucking good movie. I, I was going to, I was going to mention that, but I, I was like, Mile 22 seems like a better that, pick. I, I think I like this movie more. Lone Survivor and Shooter. Shooter was fucking Shooter's very good, boring. too. Yeah. Shooter's very, very good. good. Shooter's yeah. so good. Yeah. I so, fucking love Shooter. So why, why does this movie make uh, make it a underrated sleeper hit for you, DJ? I, I think, uh, well, one, because not a lot of people heard of it, but I think, like, you know, if you watch it, this is one of, like, like you said, this is one of Mark Wahlberg's better works. Um, Absolutely. It you is, know, yeah. Um, and like, like it should be talked amongst like lone survivor and shooter, in my opinion. Uh, there are a few kind of like plot holes type things, but like if you if you're watching it for like the action, it's actually really, it's really nice. Um, it's like it's very tense, like a lot of tension. Um, and it definitely made my plane ride smoother. I don't know. It just, I, I was locked in. Whatever movie that if a movie can lock me into the plane like this. Like just watching the fucking back of someone's seat like that, I, I'm all in. <laughs> I'm all in. So all the way um, in, doggy dog. Let's go all the way in. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's it fun. So my that's a good pick, dude. Mile Twenty Two is a good movie. I've seen that movie a couple of times. I really, really like it. Uh, my yeah. my first pick uh, for you guys here for underrated movies is a movie called His House. Um, so his his house. Actually, let me start by saying this really quick. Um. My three movies that I picked are from the past three years. I kept it tight. I want to kind of get just one for each year that's gone by. Uh, His House yeah. came out in 2020. And uh, this movie is about a African couple, African immigrant family um, that moved to England. Uh, and the only thing they, they can afford is this really shitty townhouse thing. Um, they talk about very 
lightly some horrible thing that's happened to them, but they don't reveal what that horrible thing that happened to them was until the end of the movie when everything's fucking popping off or whatever, right? This is a horror movie. So just to let everybody know, as they're in this little house, some weird shit starts to fucking happen, and they start to realize that these holes in the wall have faces in them that are watching them. And then they start to have some wild shit happen as far as, like, people from their old village back in Africa are popping up in their home in the middle of the night. They hear noises in the walls. They're noticing scratches everywhere. Things are missing. Holes are being punched in the ceiling, as you can see in the trailer here. And they're trying to live their day-by-day life, trying to get jobs, trying to get money so that they can do this stuff. But the husband is losing his fucking mind because he keeps hearing these sounds in the walls and is destroying their place in the process of hearing all this wild shit happen. Uh, It is a wild demonology story. It It is incredibly well put together. It talks a little bit about like being an immigrant in a country that doesn't really want you there uh but most of all the horror aspect in this is extremely well done they have some fucking terrifying scenes in this goddamn movie um and then when you find out the big fat plot twist that has to do with the monsters and shit that are haunting them it is heartbreaking what you find out and you guys know we love us some good tear jerkers here in the fucking gk baby i'll tell you what if you want a good horror movie to go check out his house is definitely the one boys i'll tell you what <laughs> i think i'm sold i think i'm sold actually i've never heard of that movie and i think i'm gonna watch it here within the next couple weeks Su- super went under the radar man super yeah, yeah under the radar. that it looks it looks really good a lot better than like some movies who make it to like that box office level oh, absolutely man absolutely mm-hmm. Devin, let's come back to you what's your second sleeper underrated movie people need to watch so- I'm really digging into some some earlier movies here, like some movies that I hold dearly and have watched multiple times. Uh, this movie, I actually have a um, a very a very long standing with. I have watched this probably at least once or twice every single year since it came out. Okay. It is from the writer and director of the Born Identity and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, okay, uh, okay. This one movie stars Hayden Christensen, Samuel L. Jackson. And Mila Kunis, and it's called Jumper. Goddamn Jumper, dude. Okay, Devin, Mm. talk about it, my man. Why do people need to watch Jumper? This movie has the coolest take on teleportation I've ever seen. So it 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 he has to physically see something or visualize a place that he's been before to be able to teleport. He can't just go anywhere. Um, and they, they put like a, the whole aspect of like leaving tears in. like if you, if people have a split second, they can follow somebody through teleportation. Right. And stuff like that. Um, and it's just a wild ride. Um, and it's a good take. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson is the villain in the movie. Um, yeah, what's what's this movie about? Tell the people what it's about. It's it's about a boy who discovers he has powers when he almost drowns in a river because he gets picked on by a bully who throws the um, he got a gift for a girl he likes. It was a snow globe and the bully takes it right out of the girl's hand and throws it over the river. And then so he he musters up the courage where he goes out and picks it up and um, the ice gives way and he gets trapped in the water. So um, and everybody thinks he dies 
right? But his yeah. his powers get activated. We'll say his mutant X gene activates sure. in a moment All of right, distress. I got you. I got you. <laughs> you know, and um, and he teleports, and so he he takes advantage of this newfound ability. He comes from a very distraught home and family, and um, he he turns his life around and he makes it something better. Um, but there is an organization who hates people like him because there are multiple people with these powers, in fact. And um, their whole goal is to eliminate those people. Nice. And so Samuel L. Jackson is the head of that. And um, the story turns into it goes from him, you know, being cool guy teleporter with love interests, showing her the world into him running for his life and then trying to fight back against that organization. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. That's that's a good pick, man. Jumper's a classic, yeah. dude. No, Jumper's a no, fucking classic movie, man. Have, have you seen it, DJ? Jumper's good. Uh, yeah, I have, actually. That's, boy, that's what I'm talking about. Let's I, go. I, honestly, one of Hayden Christensen's best roles, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, agreed. Agreed. He's he's more fleshed out in in that movie than he is in like Star Wars, right? Because they, we don't get a chance to sit with him in Star Wars as as much as human possible. And obviously, we all have our caveats with uh, the prequel trilogy. But you know, we, uh, you know, people can say whatever the fuck they want. Episode three is still one of my favorite Star dude, Wars episode movies. Episode one, man, that's my shit. Phantom Menace was it, man. Duel yeah. of the Fates, goddamn, dude. <laughs> but I saw episode three in theaters, and that whole intro sequence, just uh, mm. with the battle above Coruscant mm. and mm. with the beheading of Dooku and everything, mm. goddamn, was like. That shit was epic Sick. as fuck in the theaters. Talking dog, let's fucking yeah. go, man. Yeah, Hayden Christensen, dude. What what an actor. What an actor. DJ, it's your turn, my man. What is the second sleeper hit underrated movie people need to watch? The Foreigner. Ooh, oh, that's, that's a such a good movie. That's such yeah. a good movie, DJ. Yeah, talk on it, Daddy. Pick, great pick. I'm 100 percent behind I fucking that. Love The Foreigner. The talk Foreigner is it, one baby. of my favorite movies from jackie chan so jackie chan plays this uh this london businessman uh and he he's playing his name uh his character's name is kwan which is he's actually vietnamese uh in the in the story and yes. uh, he his daughter dies of this terrorist attack right mm-hmm. um and he he goes throughout this movie trying to find the perpetrators of this attack where he meets uh pierce brosnan's character uh this uh, part of the, uh, the uh, I forgot the was I uh, the Irish I, the, like IRA? The IRA yeah he's he's a yeah, leader the IRA of the, the Irish uh, gang basically <laughs> like long yeah. time leader yeah. and and this dude this who thought like Jackie Chan could act till he's like ninety because like this is God damn, this dude. is some shit like <laughs> they, they they use the fact that he's old uh, he's older now and like make it put it into this character. And how he goes about dispatching these like fucking groups of guys is 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 insane. This movie is so tense, and I fucking love this movie. God I damn, fucking dude. love this Let's movie. Fucking go, man. <laughs> yeah, fucking the Foreigner's go so good, it. dude. Like, go, the Foreigner's actually the one of the best films yeah. I've seen. That oh movie is fantastic. God. Great pick, honestly. Like, old, old man Jackie Chan. Dude. Old man Jackie Chan is 
giving everyone the fucking work. And the role he played, like his acting, his acting is actually really good in this. It's it actually is so dude. good. And they like they do it's such a good best. job. Like you like you were mentioning, they did a really good job of like having him like feel like an old man at this because he's not just like wrecking fucking shop the entire time. He gets his ass. Yeah, whipped. he's like he's taking hits. Jackie Chan is fucking. He, Jack Chan's character is, is getting shot. He's getting fucking cut up. He has to he's fight getting, the police too. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and and he's he's not moving fast. He's not doing the acrobatic stunts. He's actually he has he's using his environment and the tools that he has from like his the, his character's past. It's like of experience. It's it's so it's so good. What I love about that movie, it's like it's very grounded in real life, right? It's like, yes, he is a yeah. martial arts master, but just because you're a martial arts master does not mean that people can't still fuck you up with street fighting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, that, like, and that's kind of been the beauty of Jackie Chan movies as far as like his mm -hmm. high choreography and stuff like that. Historically speaking, like he's always been great at making martial arts movies because he doesn't make them at this like super extravagant thing where like they're just completely untouchable. He gets his ass handed to him in all of his movies, dude. And that's yeah, like, he almost died at multiple film sets because he decides to do his, all of his stunts on his own. His own stunt team, no, I, dude. It's wild, man. Yeah. The day that we lose Jackie Chan is fine. Finally, going to I'm be a day cry. that I think that I'm gonna like <laughs> I'm gonna shed a fucking that, tear that, to dog. Like that will be the the most heartbreaking celebrity God like passing for me personally. Damn, dude, like, I, he oh. is a treasure. Like not just like a national treasure, you know, to any specific Nicholas country. Cage. He is a universal treasure. Yeah, mm. that's for damn sure. That's for damn sure. Which speaking of which. <laughs> Devin, my man. The, Are you really speaking them? of national treasure, gentlemen? <laughs> my second movie. <laughs> no, <I> just, <laughs> my second movie is actually the Nicolas Cage movie Pig. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's oh. a good one. After this trailer, you know that yeah, is that's filmed in Portland. That's filmed in Portland. It sure is. It sure is, dude. So mm -hmm. look at this concealed debuff care. I really need to get a like ad blocker for my browser, dude. God okay. damn it. Uh, dude, uh, talk to Morbid. He gave me a really good one. Morbid bet hit me up, doggy dog. So pig. Uh, and I talked about this in a uh, prior uh, episode before because this came out um, uh, middle of last year, I believe it was. Uh, yeah. Nicholas Cage plays as a man who's living in the middle of the woods, the Oregon woods, to be specific, um, with him and his pet pig. And his him and his pig are professional truffle hunters in which he sells truffles to a like head oh, chef for a five-star Michelin restaurant. Okay. Um, now, here's the deal. Here's why, DJ, is this movie is actually fucking incredible. In the weirdest fucking way possible. Because what <laughs> happens is one night someone breaks into his house and steals his fucking pig. <laughs> and it suddenly becomes this weird John Wick story of old man Nicolas Cage trying to hunt down where his pig went with the kid who runs this five star Michelin restaurant and he can't find his fucking pig. He has to do wild shit to find out where his fucking pig is. <laughs> and this movie Whoa. has no business being this fucking good, to be completely honest with you guys. I, I was like, all right, I've heard a lot of people talking about this movie. Let's give it a fucking shot, right? I went into it with the lowest expectations possible. Uh, the mm -hmm. wildest part, though, is that Nicolas Cage is known 
you know how like in John Wick, everyone knows Keanu Reeves is Baba Yaga, right? Like they he's a legend, yeah. right? Baba in Yaga. this world, Nicolas mm. Cage is a legendary chef that just disappeared one day. <laughs> and so he <laughs> it's fucking wild, man. He comes back to Portland as a legendary Portland chef. <laughs> And <laughs> trying to find his fucking pig. And he goes through some wild shit in this movie to get his fucking pig back, dude. And it is, it's so much oh fun, man. My. It's so much fucking fun. I know it sounds ridiculous. I know it sounds super fucking over the top. You should watch it. But you should absolutely fucking watch this goddamn movie. It's, it is a lot of fun. It's super interesting. It does a lot of really cool uh uh, cinematography stuff like there's a lot of really interesting moments that they use like camera angles things like that uh nicholas cage i mean let's be real he obviously has had some parts that have been like yikes right this is like easily one of his best movies he's done in the past decade uh period like he's he slays it his whole career his whole career honestly yeah, I mean, like he he does a fucking incredible job in this movie. I cannot recommend this movie enough. More people need to watch it. I don't need more people talking about this pig. Okay, that's what I want. That's yeah. what I fucking want. More pig. more pig, Devin. The last one, my man. We're in the last rotation here, doggy dog. What is your final and biggest sleeper underrated movie that people need to watch? So this movie did get talked about when it originally released, I feel like everybody forgot about this movie. Okay. This movie came out in 2012. Okay. It is mm. written and directed by one, we all know, Ryan Johnson. This okay. movie stars Joseph Gordon-Levitt, mm-hmm. Bruce Willis, and mm-hmm. Emily Blunt. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Say it. Say it. Looper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 Looper. This is one of my fucking <laughs> sci-fi movies Ever. God damn, Ever. what a movie, baby boy. What a fucking movie. So this movie is fantastic. Good. It is fantastic. This this guy, um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he plays a character who is an assassin that's hired by a futuristic mob. This mob sends people back in time for him to eliminate and dispose of because there's covers the tracks. Time travel is um, an illegal thing in, in this. It, it exists and it's illegal. So uh, it's used by like mob and like, you know, governments and stuff like that for things. Um, essentially to, you know, someone's bad in the future, they go back in time and they erase that person from ever existing. So um, this movie turns into him meeting Bruce Willis's character, who is the older version of him. And Bruce Willis goes back in time to kill a kid. I will not give the exact reasons why, because you really need to watch this you movie. You really need to watch this movie, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and so this movie turns into him fighting himself throughout the movie. And it is... This movie will make you cry. 100%. In it, the weirdest way, dude! In the, yeah. in the weirdest way, dude. And it is... Oh, man. The conclusion to this movie is fantastic. It's like it's one of those movies that you want a sequel, but you know they can't do it because of the way they ended it. But like it, it, it makes your imagination go. It makes you think about what are those characters doing now. Yep. You know how yep. how did that situation impact that character's life and that character's choices moving forward? 
God damn, dude. What a movie. I wish there was a, there was like a, not like a sequel, but like a spiritual successor, like yeah. in the Looper universe for that. Yeah. Specific reason. It's like I want fantastic. It. It's so it's, cool. The storytelling is so noir based too. And it's, it's, it's just, I, I'm, I'm in love with it. It's like a, it's in the future, but a not so distant future is what the movie is based in too. Damn man, what a movie! <laughs> that fucking blunderbuss he has is so cool too. Dude. Oh like, yeah, I oh, fucking yeah. forget that movie exists sometimes. But like, <laughs> goddamn, watching every, it, dude. Every, I, it's one of Bruce Willis's best movies, in my opinion. Hundred percent, it is. God damn, that's just one of his fucking best movies, man. Unfortunately, he's not doing very good health wise these days, so we don't get. Yeah, he he's retired. Season, yeah, he has retired officially from movies. Um, but you know, we got some treasures from him. And Emily Blunt does great. And there are some some abilities at work in this movie as well. There sure mm-hmm. are. There mm-hmm. sure fucking mm-hmm. are, my man. God mm-hmm. damn. God damn. Boys, mm-hmm. here we go. DJ, my friend, what is your biggest sleeper under here underrated movie that people need to watch right now? Can I can I mention an honorable mention first before? Yeah, let's let's have Devin do that really quick then. Devin, do you have an yeah, honorable yeah, Devin, mention? Devin, you do that honorable mention for you. I'm not. Don't go too deep. Just mention it. Yeah. We'll go too deep, but we've referenced it a few times this last week, and I'm gonna say the Ryan Reynolds movie, Just Friends, because that is a sleeper comedy that <laughs> nobody really watches. Honestly. Okay. All right. All right. Fair. And I, like I, 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 that movie is just funny from front to back, and it's pretty hilarious. I like it, dude. I like it, DJ. What's your honorable mention, my man? Project Power, actually. Project actually Power. Project. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I actually enjoy Project Power a lot. Jimmy Jimmy Fox does a really good job in that, and I actually really like the spectacles mm-hmm. in there. Um, it's actually really really fun movie. Um, Big old Joe's in that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good movie, because man. Gordon Levitt's also in that. It's sick. Plays a New Orleans cop. Yeah, I fucking yeah, love it. Fucking weird, man. But I fucking J- love dude, it. Dude, Jimmy Fox kills it and everything, man. So I I don't blame yeah. you. That's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, bouncing off of Erno, my final. Okay. My name is Chef. <laughs> Chef 2014 is my sleeper hit. Damn. Sleeper hit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, DJ, talk about it. Why do people need to watch it? <laughs> John Favreau. That's all you need. To, that's all you need. God damn, ain't that right? <laughs> so John Favreau. Is, is this movie is just it's just fun? I fucking I, and, and fucking John Leguizamo's in here too. It's just it's just a fun movie. I, it's, just, it's just a feel good fun movie. I fucking love watching it. It's like my comfort movie. I I, I feel like it doesn't get talked enough. I I reference this as a joke. But my name is Chef, but I actually really enjoy it. <laughs> really enjoy this. It's a, it's a great movie. It is actually a great. It, it's, movie. It's it's actually a really good movie. Uh, so basically, uh, John Favreau's character is he's like this big, like famous chef. And, you know, he's kind of like on this downward spiral where he goes off on this uh, food critic and everyone's recording him and it goes viral. And basically uh, the rest of the movie is him trying to regain his reputation uh, and push it into a better light. And he goes on this trip with his with his son and uh, John Leguizamo's character, and they open this food truck, and basically he's building his reputation up over again. 
uh, to be the renowned chef that he was. Okay. Uh, and okay. the, the whole story and plot beats are just really, really good. Uh, I enjoy it. I cry. Mm. Um, you know, and and uh, the Cubano scene. Just, I want a Cubano every time. I want a fucking Cubano every fucking time. No, I want a Cabano too, man. I might have to hit a PDX sliders thing on the Cabano slider. <laughs> Stop, I hate you. <laughs> you find any reason to fucking mention them, Jesus Christ. Dude, John Favreau is it. Dog, like he wrote and directed this fucking movie, and he's he's been it's fantastic. Listen, he's been dropping us heat since like 2001, bro. <laughs> like, Iron like, Man. Yes. God damn, dude. Like even well, even before those, he was in a lot of rom coms and shit. He was like easily the best character in all of them. I love you, man. Yeah, like he's such a fucking good actor and obviously a fucking good writer and director. Like what an incredible fucking guy, man. And now he's killing it for it's Star molten. Wars. It's fucking molten. <laughs> the, the fucking the fucking scene in I Love You, Man. When, when Peter like comes up to him, he's like, Yeah, so I've been doing this. Day. Yeah, I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking good, dude. Yeah, on uh, Favreau's like one of the, like the top reasons you should just just see this movie in general. Oh, he's uh, incredible, man. He's incredible. Everything else, everything else is actually really good. I, th I think this is a ten out of ten for me. Yeah, the, the like, kid who plays his son too. The kid that plays his son in that movie is yes. fantastic. Great. Does a great everyone job. does a great job in this movie. I, I don't there's I don't see a lot of flaws in this movie. It's no, I, honestly, movie. I thought it was a pretty fucking good movie front to back too. Like, if, yeah. if anything, to to this day, I think it still kind of holds up. To be completely honest, yes. I'd still give it like a nine easily, like at the lowest, yeah. right? Like, mm -hmm. good. Yeah, I feel like more people should watch it. More people should watch all these movies that we mentioned, actually. Absolutely, oh, they're all absolutely they they're all high. Except they're all fall. high nines except and tens in our. Yeah. So my honorable mention going into my final one here. My honorable mention is actually going to piss off Devin because this <laughs> this movie, I've wa I've gone back and watched it again, and I've got some different feelings about it. Okay, this movie is called Ambulance. Okay. <laughs> mm. Now here's the deal. All right, here's the deal. I shot hard on this movie when it first came out. I shot on this movie real hard, okay? I watched it again. I watched it a third time and realized, fuck, I kind of really like this movie. <laughs> because when Jesus. after it came out and I watched it on release, after it came out, I noticed, wow, this 88% audience score has to be something that I'm missing here, okay? There has to be something I'm missing, okay? And so I went and watched it again. And it very much is trying to be bad boys, too, but from, like, the villain standpoint. And it fucking rocks, dude. It does it so well. <laughs> it rocks, dude. I can't, man. I can't. This is by by no means. This is this is not a nine, nine out of ten, even an eight out of ten. I would say would be too high on the fucking scale. But this is a very fun action movie. And I I think people should give it a shake. I think people should give it a shake. Decide on your own if you feel like it's worth getting into. It does do some pretty ridiculous uh, <laughs> explosions and weird camera angles that we know from yeah, uh, fuck Michael Bay from the <laughs> Michael Bay stuff. Uh, but it is it is fun for what it is. So that's why it's making my honorable mentions. But my final and the one that I know is going to make up for me mentioning Ambulance to Devin here uh, is a movie that we have advocated for for a very, 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 very long time, gentlemen. Uh, I'm watching a trailer 
movie and i right now because i want to mention this movie at the very end because i already know you'd agree with it i really hope you're about to mention this movie gentlemen if you need a movie to knock your fucking socks off my friends look nowhere else than nobody <laughs> oh, no, it's not, not oh. a movie I was thinking of, but that movie is fucking fantastic. Gentlemen, then. nobody is the John Wick we fucking deserve, okay? Like, yeah, this movie no. has no business being as good as it fucking is, my friends. Especially coming off of seeing our man uh, coming off of Better Call Saul and seeing him come into this and just fucking kill it. Just fucking kill it, man. This movie's so good, dude. So our good sir, Bob Odenkirk, plays as the average Joe um, who fucking hates his life. And in the process of learning that he fucking hates his life, uh, his family home gets robbed in the middle of the night and they take a bunch of their shit, uh, including a bracelet that his daughter uh, had worn so he goes to hunt down the people that robbed his fucking house and in the process we learn he wasn't actually a nobody he was actually a dude who used to fuck people up for gangs <laughs> he was in a, the cia and worked for the cia he was an enforcer for gangs and the military for a really really fucking long time and he will went and is gonna find his fucking daughter's bracelet this man. is in this what was that Rizza's in this? Rizza's yeah. in this, my man. It's this oh movie. That's like one of his best friends in the movie, mm -hmm. actually. Yep. This movie's so good, dude. It also has uh what's his face from uh Back to the Future. I, I can't remember his guy. That's his dad. Yeah. Yeah, his he plays out his dad, dude. It's and yeah. oh my god, man. Oh, he's badass too, because the thing is, is his dad did the same work. Yeah. Yeah. Exact same job. Literally, in the movie. Literally, yeah, literally, he is the mini me of his dad. It's so that, fucking that's... great, man. Like the Bob Odenkirk is just incredible in this, dude. Like if you if you're like a little bit sick of like the John Wick stuff, like I cannot recommend this enough, dude. Like this this gives us a different high action take on a story that is like he's hunting down fucking people and he is not someone to be fucked with. The bus scene is when I was sold. Yeah, that's what I was said. I cannot. Oh my god, DJ. I watched that bus scene. I watched that bus scene, and after it was over, I literally called Ernell and I was like, What the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, man, this movie fucking kicks so much ass, bro. Front to back, they have some of the best shit in this fucking movie, yeah. And it and it like it just works because Bob Odenkirk, you wouldn't think would kill it as this kind of fucking character but he does fucking kicks ass of this dude and, the, and there's a second one coming there's yep. a second one coming sure and, is. and he actually he actually had to go to the hospital because he was doing some of his stunts and stuff like that and he got injured no no um, he, he got a heart attack dog that oh a heart attack during the yeah, set right yeah yeah he was they were yeah. filming for nobody too and he got a fucking heart attack halfway through yeah. they even had a pause like better call Saul for a little bit man like it was yeah. wild uh but yeah um, dj if you haven't seen this movie Oh, doggy dog. I, I, I can't remember where it is right now, but it's a fantastic movie. Um, while Ernell's looking that up, um, I'm, I'm going to pull an audible here as, as one of the owners of GK here. And I'm going to tell everybody to go watch a very important film from director Guy Ritchie starring Jason Statham. Yep. Wrath of Man, baby.
Yep, Wrath of Fucking Man. I, 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 <laughs> I did not hear many people talk about that movie, but I also watched this movie about the same time I watched Nobody. Mm-hmm. And this this is a great heist mobster movie and one of my favorite roles Jason Statham has ever done. He does a fucking great job. It it, it very much hits like like Transporter if it was actually good. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's the transporter. <laughs> it was actually fucking good and not just a like mm-hmm. fast oh, and yeah. furious, like high action, high pace, like bullshit story. You know, um, mm-hmm. nobody is on HBO Max. OK, yes, so I literally watch go watch that. But like, I'm, I'm not even joking. I'll go watch it after this show, man. I got shit to do. Yeah. If you, if you guys are listening mm-hmm. to this, watch nobody immediately. <laughs> yeah. It's not whatever the fuck it is that shit. you're doing. Top top picks. Nobody. Um, Looper and uh, fucking the foreigner. Out of, out of everything we've mentioned, those are the three most yes, important movies I think people should watch. I mean, watch, watch, watch Chef as well because Chef's Chef's one yeah. of all hey, the movies. If you want intermediary before before you get into more action, watch Chef. Chef, then, Chef is go back to Chef is the only <laughs> movie that we've mentioned out of all of ours that is actually like a like good movie, like good good movie, not just ten out of 10. not just good for what it is doing. It is a solid, actually good fucking movie, like ten out of ten. Yes earned its awards like that's a fucking incredible movie so if you need to do anything watch nobody watch chef as a little cal- palate cleanser and then go right yeah. into wrath of man you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. and looper and then watch yeah, yeah. looper afterwards that's, that's a fucking classic movie too looper. oh man Warner as well guys Warner. guys god damn good god job damn. good job hey great good mentions. movies good yeah, good sleeper great, movies, great movies boys i'm fucking great here movies. for it we, we we pick good stuff but we also have some stuff for you guys next week. Actually, a little bit of stuff because our schedule for next week, next Tuesday, we have another Good Kraken podcast where we're going to be talking Good Kraken's 2022 Game Awards picks. We are doing our official Good Kraken choices for the Game Awards nominees. I because the website finally released. You can now put in your votes. You go ahead, go vote. Go vote for the Game Awards. Find out what games that you want to win. Each category we will be picking ours collectively as Good Kraken official officially live on stream for you guys and on podcast services for you guys come in hang out with us that's gonna be a lot of fun uh next wednesday we have garrick doing vermilion voyages where he's gonna be playing pokemon scarlet he's in it where we got it me and me and devin bought scarlet as well uh apparently we're gonna have to play with uh garrick's wife because she got violet <laughs> we're, we're gonna have to yeah. yeah we're gonna have to trade off because she had a pokemon that we really really want you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> i, I need to switch i need to switch so bad i, I might make switch. marilyn buy uh, violet i might buy violet for her <laughs> just like yeah. baby, play this there's pokemon that just I like need, trade okay? it <laughs> yeah. guys please join us for uh for that one garrick is gonna have a lot of fun playing that with you he loves pokemon around here Come in, hang out with that. Uh, next Thursday and next Friday, we are not doing any content. We're going to be taking some time to hang out with our families for Thanksgiving uh, and taking some time off so that we can get a little, a couple days to relax and do our fucking thing. But then next Saturday, we're coming right back again with another good cracking podcast where we're going to be talking Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special review. And I'm excited for that one because that Dude, trailer was actually so good. really good. <laughs> that trailer. Did you was watch really the newer good. trailer that they put out? Like, um, talked like kevin feige was talking about he's like we're in the middle of filming volume two and then james gunn came up to me he's like let's do a holiday special and then he was like what and then james gunn's like apparently wrote the whole script in two days Sounds about right for James Gunn, man. <laughs> Sounds yeah, about yeah. fucking right, man. Guys, come hang out with us. That'll be 12 p.m. next Saturday. Uh, we will be here doing it, 
Come talk to us about it. We love Marvel content around here. Guys, please let us know in the comments below and on Twitter and in our Discord what underrated movies you think everyone needs to be watching right now. Let us know if you liked our picks and let us know if we're fucking idiots and should not be talking about movies ever again. <laughs> because this has been the Good Kraken Podcast, your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you wanted to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturdays at 12 p.m. right here at twitch.tv slash show. If you're on this wave, you can head on over to our Discord channel where you can submit questions to topics of the show. You get exclusive content and soon you will have early access episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea. You can also support us by going to our YouTube channel by clicking that beautiful bell and big red button or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. We got to get going on out of here, everybody. But until next time, my friends, go watch Nobody. There is no balance cheat in Devil and Me. Sorry. Goddamn. Goddamn. Love you guys. Bye. (laughs) 